If you're a fan of pasta, we've got a great offer for you. Pasta evangelists make delicious, fresh, handcrafted Italian pasta dishes and deliver them straight to your door. You get sent everything you need to prepare your meal in just five minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 10 delicious dishes with vegetarian and gluten-free options. You can have regular deliveries or just order once. They get rave reviews as well, with Times food critic Giles Corrin calling their food mind-blowingly delicious. You can try Pasta Evangelist's pasta yourself and get handcrafted pasta meal for two for just £4 with our special discount code. So go to pastaevangelists.com and put in the code BRUMRADIO for £10 off your first order. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Hiya, Paul. Hello. I don't really know what day it is. Every day's got... It reminds me of that time, Twixmas. Do you know what I mean? Between yes. Christmas and New Year, it's like that on a better weather, lovely day. I've watched a fella, you know, from where I'm doing my little in the back room, I've got my yes. spare room, I've got my office, open his shed, <laughs> a few doors down, he's got a good view, and I, could, I couldn't see inside his shed, well, I've not got binoculars, but I could tell by the way his body reacted, he thought... Oh, I suppose I've got the time now to sort this lot out. <laughs> and he didn't look happy about it, Paul. <laughs> it looked like a burden on him. You know, I've got no excuse now. I'll have yeah. to sort this load of shit out. Sorry for swearing. Oh, language already. But I think that is what's happening with people thinking, oh, no. Oh, we'll have to sort this out now. Yeah. We're being confronted by stuff, Paul. We've brushed under the carpet. I'm going to tell you all I'm have sorting. Have you brushed my... anything under the carpet, say, love? All I'm sorting in my shed is a few podcasts. One shed to another. All right. Oh, right, you've got a backlog of podcasts. Yeah. Isn't it a funny world? About 20 years ago, if you'd have said to somebody, I've got a backlog of podcasts, they'd be thinking, <laughs> ooh, take something for it. Yeah. Funny how language changes and time changes, Paul. So it's a lovely day, and um, we've got to be very glad for that. And the birds are still flying and all that kind of stuff. Now, we're hoping, we're hoping beyond hope, Paul, yes. that... Pete McKee is going to join us from Sheffield, who's an absolutely brilliant artist brilliant. and a gorgeous fella. He's part of, he plays a ukulele in a band. Yeah. The Everly Pregnant Brothers. Have you heard of him, Paul? <laughs> I want to now. I know you do. They smash him. Yeah. Right. Would you think he'll be able to join us, Pete? I've been talking to him, you know, about this for about three days. He's dead excited. <laughs> well, we've sent him all the required communications. We can pipe him in. He just has to click a button and hopefully any time now he'll join us. Right. Well, I'm hoping Pete's going to come on. Like I said, the band's very, very good. They do cover versions of songs like oh. No Oven, No Pie, No Oven, No Pie. You we won't this... get done for singing that, will we? No, you turned this podcast into quite the musical uh, operation. Quite the musical thing. Good all on a couple of episodes it ago. It was very good. We did it was great. lots of singing then. Mm. I like pigs. I like pigs. <laughs> oh, the pig song. It's not like gone viral. Go. Dig, dig, dig. Sadly, it shouldn't one. say that these days, but I was hoping it would go viral. Yeah. Should I try and get in touch with them and see what's going on? Yeah. Back to you? Yeah, that's, right. that's up to date. Over Keep me up to date. Keep this. this is the sort of stuff people are interested in, Paul. <laughs> we know life's not perfect. Please no. promise me you won't take this out. No, it will stay in. We Good. can keep recording for two hours Makes if we need to. Makes people feel better when they realise they're not the only people struggling. And any other day, I'd think, let's let's keep it short and sweet. But people have a lot more time these days. So why not? not let's keep sure it all in. I'm not sure we have. I'm pigging busy. <laughs> Everywhere the... I look, there's something to do. I think this is a myth. We've got more time. Right, I'll be back to you in a minute. I'll just okay. see where he is because I don't want him to be trying to no. get in touch. He's a nice lad. All right, see you in a see minute. See you in a bit. <laughs> 
I've got two smashing guests today. Now, the first one is Pete McKee. Now, I met this lad. I can't, he asked me, I don't know where he'd seen me. He'd seen me jigging someone. He thought, oh, she'd be good for this. He did a thing about the working class called the Working Class Works. And he had a, um, like an exhibition that he did of his artwork. He's a cartoonist. And he did this wonderful jig in a working man's club in Sheffield called Crooks. If you're from Sheffield, you know it's iconic. It's a proper place. Bingo going on in one room. A big concert room in the other. Proper, proper place. And he's a painter and he's a commercial artist. He's the cartoonist for the Sheffield Telegraph sports section. He's done loads of exhibitions and he uses really bright colours. And he's very interested in working men's clubs, bingo halls, family tricks to the seaside. Proper stuff, in my opinion. It's an absolute delight to talk to him in a minute. We can get hold of him. Hey, hey. hey. there we hey, go. Yeah. We got him. Hiya, love. Hello. Hello. Yes, Hiya, love. How are you anyway? I'm, I'm holding up. Obviously, 12 weeks isolation for me. Uh, but I've got plenty, <laughs> plenty of things to be doing, so I'm all right. Yeah. Don't you think we've got too much to do? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's reading books and watching TV. I've got no chance of doing that. We're not doing that. What's what's your wife doing? What's your doing? We're reading reading books. Well, we've got a new development in our house, and that is a puppy. Oh, a lot of people are using this time to have a puppy. What have you called it? Eric. Uh. As in Eric Morgan. Is it weeing everywhere? It's a little chihuahua. Uh, Well, it was when we first got it. And we're trying to potty train it at the moment. It's not doing too bad. It's a lot of running outside with it in your hands, hoping for the best. Well, that'll keep you busy, love. <laughs> it, it has, but yeah, definitely. Have you ever done before? <laughs> yeah, uh, back in the day, yeah, but uh, this is a new addition. Mm. Uh, we know my So, yeah, this is our new dog. Who's top dog, you or James? Oh, right, well, uh, <laughs> regarding the dog itself or in the house in general, because it's James. In the house, because that's what the... It's a journey. <laughs> That's what they respond to. It's a pecking order, a barking order. That's it, yeah. We've got to establish the dogs at the bottom, otherwise we're in trouble. <laughs> you are deep trouble, love. Yeah. At least I'm not the bottom feeder now in the house. No, Alone that's house, right. So. Is that where you was before? Where was she? Oh, yeah, oh. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's a lovely day and you're running in and out with a weeing chihuahua. If I saw, last no, time I saw no. you was in that lovely dressing room. If I said to you, I predict Pete, that in March you'll be running in and out with a wee and chihuahua and everything would have changed, you would have said, get lost, Barbara. Oh, I, I wouldn't believe it at all, honestly. Yeah, it's been crazy. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have believed it two weeks ago. No, I wouldn't really it's believe it crazy, yesterday. isn't it? You know, I, I've got things planned and stuff, and then, yeah, slowly but surely things were like, oh, shall we shall we do this or not? And then they were taken out of our hands, like the very next day kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. crazy time. And yet we've got time now to do stuff we thought we'd never had time to do, and you realise the thing is we don't want to do them things, really. I've, I've, I've cleaned my windows, so have you done yeah, anything like, like that? Oh, wait. No, no, we haven't. <laughs> no, there's not been any house cleaning. Well, apart, apart from disinfecting the uh, kitchen floor. <laughs> right, of course, because of the We've weed, the chihuahua weed. What do you think of all this, really? This is going on in everybody's uh, house. <laughs> all this stuff. You're doing cartoon drawing <laughs> stuff, aren't you? Yeah, as we speak, we've gone live to the nation. Yeah, um, little uh, cartoon workshops for kids mainly, but also adults who are oh, both stiff can join in too. 
Right. It's a lovely thing to do. How long has it taken you to set up the technology to do it? My God, I've recorded him about 15 times. It was like... <laughs> I've got Jane holding me iPad. She's got arthritis and checking. Is she your type? Yeah. <laughs> and every, every, time I, every time I make a mistake, it's effing in Jeff to start again. Um, but we, we got there in the end. <laughs> Very well, congratulations. Congratulations to Jane and all. I know it's bloody not. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. I it's think like, it's yeah. really, you know, everybody's struggling. It's, it's like a heap. I love the idea, Jane. You're a tripod. Well, I think it's. Yeah. Like... That's right. It's like a heap Robinson contraption. All right, love. Anyway, well, it, it, <laughs> it's very nice that you're going to be doing teaching the nation all the cartoon skills. It's very honestly good of you because his kids are on board and I'm sure they must be. Yeah, well, it's going to be like every week I release uh, two or three little sequential uh, clips and hopefully together we'll learn how to draw right. cartoons. Uh, so the first lot are really basic, uh, but it's how, how we develop uh, faces and expressions. Listen, <laughs> it's a laugh. Right, I'm going to leave you in peace now. It's torture for you lot. Pete, say hello to your have tripod, you, uh, your decent tripod. I will do, yeah. And have you got your uh, hoard of Frey Bentos then in your cupboard? Are you making a chair I out of it? Well, I should have, yeah. Could be making a fortune, <laughs> that and Deckel. All the best. <laughs> I love you. Take care. I love you too, Barbara. You're a nation's treasure. Oh, bless you. <laughs> All right, keep drawing, keep laughing. Uh, let's try and get do this again when technology's improved. <laughs> I know, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> or, or our brain cells have right. <laughs> When the shed's back open, you're welcome to it. Oh, yeah. It's a long way to come to the pig in shed. Take care. Say hello to Jane. Take care, love. Bye, darling. I Bye. will do. Bye. Bye. Right, so it's Barbara Nice here. Barbara's in Strides at Nice in the Biscuit with Paul. Hello. So we're doing it remotely. Paul's is in shed, and then we're kind of doing this. And I'm very pleased to say, oh, the technology's been driving me pigging around the bend. But I think we have got Catherine. Are you there, Catherine? I'm here. Hello. Hiya. How are you, love? <laughs> I'm all right, thank you. How are you? are you? How are you finding it all? We won't go on about it too much. We'll talk about other stuff. But just in a snapshot, how is it for you at the moment, love? It's, it's not so bad for me at the moment, to be honest, because right. the sun's shining and I'm not really, I'm not really the raw end of this, to be honest. So I'm, I'm trying no, not I to complain too much at the moment. No money coming in, Kath. I know, that's the thing. It's, that's, that's when it gets, uh, gets bad, when you start just thinking about that and worrying about all the people who don't have much of a safety net. That's, uh, that's what keeps I you know. awake, isn't it? It is, love. And it, it's, I wish they'd try and sort it out. It's all very well saying, well, you can apply for this and that. I thank God I haven't got to apply for it. I bet you're on the phone for hours, don't you think? I reckon, yeah. I've got quite, yeah a few friends who are so worried about that. It's just like the the thought of it is just just defeats you, doesn't it? On top of everything you, else, you know what? Yeah, exactly. You know what it's going to be like. It's bad enough just trying to find out anything, isn't it? Yeah. But to yeah, try yeah. and sort that lot out, oh, it is awful. Awesome. You're right. You're right. So it's not so bad, and the weather's beautiful, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's going to be a different story, I guess, when it starts, you know, 
raining again but at the moment it's you can imagine that this is just a normal sunny day and <laughs> try and block out what you know is you going can. on what, what news have you got about rain is it gonna it's not gonna start raining again That's, it's just my natural pessimism i'm afraid is it right <laughs> <laughs> It's all right now, but oh God, it'll be raining again soon. That's how you think that. Whenever it's a nice day, I can't just enjoy it. I think, oh, when's this going to end? <laughs> I just think, oh, you know, look, smash and get some washing on the line. But, yeah, I wish I was you. Oh, and I wish I was you. But together we could make a, a lovely person. <laughs> what would we call Baba Cat? But Catha Barbara, Barbara Ryan, Barbara Ryan. You no, I, I think I'd, I think I'd, you know, I'd dilute you, I'd diminish your brand. I don't think my my gloom brings anything <laughs> to the party, to be honest. I like this diminishing your brand. So we're just making the most of it, and you're so right, Catherine. That we haven't got bloody much to moan about, have we? We haven't no. really. Some people, it's really tricky for people. Somebody told me it's going to go on. Well, that, I don't want to keep talking about it anyway. Uh, Let's think of some hotels. <laughs> tell me some hotels. Well, I was going to tell you one one happy discovery I've made during on, the, the, the crisis. I don't know if this is, is if this. Is, I don't know. You 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 quite like tips and advice, but Go on, do you know, it, yeah. like there's lots of um, there's still quite a lot of queues in the shops and so on. And so the other right. day, I thought I'd try going over to um, the big Chinese supermarket in Neutrals, which is where I grew up. It the Wing Yip because I was oh. like Wing Yip anyway. And I thought I oh. bet that'll be quiet because some people very unfairly are sort of you know suspicious of you know chinese community at the moment aren't they right. and so good thing that wingy up is completely empty and a delightful place to shop for everything you could possibly want what so, a good tip a tip yeah. about wingy up tell us yeah. what they've got on the shelves and everything got, you could want we yet not pasta obviously no pasta's vanished but i don't think they ever did pasta but they've got every type no. of noodle you could ever want They've got uh, they have some fresh vegetables. They've got fresh fruit and vegetables. They've got loads of frozen fish and stuff. So it's good, really, you know. Any dettle? Well, I, funnily enough, you say that, I didn't look for dettle, but I did need some washing up liquid. And I got one of those enormous industrial, you know, <laughs> five litre gas. So I think they are pretty good for proper cleaning stuff, though I didn't oh, see dettle. Listen, washing up liquid is... Pigging brilliant anyway. I think it's the unsung hero of the kitchen. It is. I'm very it is. glad you've got what a good tip. And you're right, oh. people who can't go wing here, but you've had a lovely experience there. Yeah, yeah. I'm fond of it anyway, you know, it's very shiny there. There's something very you know, like those big supermarkets that have got really shiny floors, so you just want to kind of spin on your trolley on them. It's like that's <laughs> really it's got amazing floors. And you were you were grew up in Nature's when you was a kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just same road as Wing Yip, actually, just down the way. Brilliant. Um, so, yeah. So when you was a kid, did you go in Wing Yip? Was that part of what you did? No, it used to, it was the GKN factory, actually, when I was a kid. Um, oh. So it was, uh, it was where a lot of the, because my mum and dad had a sweet shop, so it was where a lot of the customers came from to buy their sweets and newspapers. And then that all got closed down and demolished. And then there was nothing and we had no customers for about 10 years. <laughs> and like, but uh, Wingy, it came just before, um, just before we moved out, actually. So I was glad it came, you know. What does GKN stand for, Kat? Oh, you know, I'm sure I knew that once. And I can't <laughs> think. I'd, it was all... <laughs> it was, and I like the way I say, I say GKN as if everyone... I know, as if everyone knows what it is. It was such a legend to me when I was little. It was like the GKN factory. I know, everybody like everybody worked everybody there. Knows. 
I know. I don't even know. I think they made tools or something like that. I don't know, but uh, they were. GK they were big, and general anyway. knitting needs. It was it general knitting needs. I don't think it was. No, I could be. No, general. <laughs> If anybody's General. listening to this podcast and can tell us, it's lovely when she said, you know, GK, yeah, like if somebody knows, <laughs> even Catherine doesn't ping in, no. <laughs> it was part of your childhood and that's what, what's important. It was, it was. <laughs> right, so Neutrals, tell us some places in Neutrals that, like, what's the kind, oh, where's okay. your part, which part did you go to when you were a kid? Oh, well. That's yeah. I was just that was actually the place I was going to volunteer before you said that. It was there's a park down the end of Nietzsche called Swingo Park, which I always love the name of that. Um, yeah. And that that used to have um, it had like a, a zip wire back in the seventies, which as oh. far as I was aware was the only zip wire I'd ever come across. It was amazing, <laughs> and it had um, it had a little sort of wooden fort and a sand pit. It was it was a really good park. I mean, it was. I don't know, I was one of those kids who, I was quite, I used to tend to get beaten up quite a lot by other kids. <laughs> I have tell us what GKN means. No, I will not tell you. But on, I liked, no. Swingo Park was good. Oh, fact, I love I've the just, name Swingo I've, Park. Am I? Yeah, I've, I've, I've actually just written it in um, the next book I'm writing. A lot of the action happens somewhere called Swingo Park. Oh, so what's it now? Don't give it away. Don't tell us about it too much. <laughs> but just give us, a, you know, like a brief, a titivation. Titivator's a bit, love. What's it going to be about this next book, Catherine? So it's it's another, it's a children's book. I wrote my first children's book last year and uh, it was right. about two girls called Laurie and Max who are both sort of 10 and uh, mm. and this is a follow-up to that. It's about them again and how they're Brilliant. coping with uh, with life. They've got, a, they've got a school closed on Friday afternoons to contend with and <laughs> Ma Max's mom is being evic evicted from their flat and so there's a bit of uh, there's a bit of grittiness there but it's also just kind of an adventure story really. It's kind of a, a detective story. Now a lot of people be thinking all oh, right this I don't know what you call the crisis whatever we're going to call it what's going on now? This is the time I'm going to write my book. But it isn't mm. as easy as people think, is it, Catherine? Writing a book. It's hard, love, isn't it? Oh, I don't know, really. I mean, I used to... Well. <laughs> I, I think it's. I think it depends, doesn't it? Like, when I wrote my first one, I thought it, it kind of came quite quickly and easily and I really enjoyed uh -huh. it. So sometimes, it's, sometimes I think it's over-mystified, you know, and, and writers are always, like, right. making out their working at the cold face and, like, oh, it's such torture. And you think, well... It's not really that tortuous compared to a lot of jobs, to be honest. So, yeah, you're yeah. right. This is refreshing. I'm very interested in what you're saying. So you're saying that sometimes it just comes out of you and it's a joy and like a, yeah, like yeah. a, like a, I'm sure for some people having a baby is a bit like that, but there's always a bit of pain. It's, <laughs> it's always a bit of pain, Catherine, surely, even in writing a book. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I think it's very interesting. Well, I think, but I think absolutely. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Be, it can be horrible sometimes and you can get really down about it. But I think I think for people who are thinking of trying it, sometimes it's so daunting that all the advice is, yeah. you know, writers are always issuing lists of rules and advice. And I think sometimes that just paralyzes you, you know, and that sometimes it's best just just have a go, jump in, write something and see how it goes. Cause, um, I know what you mean. Yeah. Just go and you know, do it. Have a go at it. And don't go. think, oh, I'm, yeah. I, I need to. I like what you're saying. I think you're a bit of a maverick, and I'm a maverick. 
There's people try and stop you by saying, but do you know the rules? And you think, no, yeah. I think you don't know all the rules, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to pick another go. Are you like that, Catherine? I really hope so, because now I've got an image in my head of James Garner, because he was maverick, wasn't he, on the telly? And I've always nice, liked James Garner. <laughs> so I'm just, I've kind of got the Rockford Foils theme tune in my head I like that, James Garner. He had a very cheeky look to him, didn't he? He had a cheeky look, and I think the Rockford Files is, is the fa- my favourite theme tune of all time, actually. So it's often in my yeah. head, to be fair. It wasn't just you saying Maverick, but you saying that as a set-up. <laughs> it's often with you. It's nice, isn't it? <laughs> oh. Right, Catherine, um, have, have you found yourself being very busy in this time? But people, people are getting digitally booked up. Um, yes and no. I mean, it's weird because, obviously, for myself, I'm not really getting time I mean to be honest I don't do a fat lot anyway I'm a bit I don't, I'm not very productive I always think my, my writing's a bit slow everybody will come out of this I wonder what it'll do to us as a, as a, as a species what we'll get good at and what we've for, forgotten about doing you can't replace yeah. proper one-to-ones can you Catherine not really I went out for a walk yesterday you know just a solo walk. yeah and you're I, allowed it Catherine you're allowed you're, it Catherine. You're allowed it. And I, I, bumped into, I bumped into lots of people I know and we were able to have, you know, chats two or three metres apart. And it, yeah. it was actually, I mean, that was, we talk, I talked to more people than I ever would do normally because obviously when you see someone, you want to, you know, say how are you and how you're coping with it. So in some ways it was, it was quite nice. Really. Yeah. <laughs> we had, you know, proper it, chat. It's what I always say. Oh, life, shing and yang, fen and shui, start skiing hutch. And... <laughs> Out of it has come good things, hasn't it? Like, in a way, by being isolated, we're more sociable. You couldn't make it up, really, could you? It's always the opposite that gets going. I know. I keep thinking that. And I think it's it's really interesting that, you know, I think, I don't know about you, but I've always, you always wonder what, what what's it going to be, the big thing that would probably uh, happen at some point? And then this is what it turns out to be. And I think it's really interesting huh. that it's turned out to be something where what you're really being tested on is, is kind of your social responsibility, isn't it? It's not really a terrible thing for us, luckily, if you've got your health and you're not too frail, but it's always yeah. testing you. So I think it's it's a really interesting... I mean, I don't want to be one of these people who goes on about all the good things that come around because I think it's a terrible thing, but there, it's interesting in terms of what it tells us about, you know, how responsible we can be. Yeah. I think what it was doing was holding a mirror up to everything and also yeah. kind of saying, we can't keep on like this. We've yeah. got, things have got to some things won't come back and I think that's good but I hope little businesses and things like that come back Catherine I'm worried about them me too me too I'll t- tell you what I'm, I'm doing at the moment which is I'd, re- I'd recommend it. I don't know if you've ever read it but you know um Daniel Dufoe wrote this book back in the sort of um early 17th century called Diary of a Plague Year about the sort of Black Death in London and it's him oh, writing okay. about it and uh, it's, I mean, I know that doesn't sound like the sort of thing you want to read. It's really, really good because it's so, I mean, it's very easy to read. And also it's really interesting how much of it mirrors now, you know, all the fake news that, that's going on about it, people sort of going to quacks and things. And also um, that thing, like you were just saying, thinking about the positives, but some people almost seeing it as like a moral type, you know, like this is a good thing, God's visiting this upon us. And I think yeah. some people are a little bit like that with this. They're like, oh, this is teaching us not to be so consumerist. <laughs> There's almost this yeah. like kind of... What's it called again, Catherine? Because I think that's called... a good tip if anybody's listening. Oh, and it's called Diary of a Plague Year. Well, yeah, I was going to say, this is, I feel a bit bad saying this, but I was trying to order it from like an online indie bookseller. 
and nowhere had it. I guess because lots of people have had the same idea to buy it. So I was trying, I couldn't get it. And so in the end, I thought, oh, bloody hell, I'll have to get it from Amazon. And I went to Amazon, but for some reason at the moment, it's free on Kindle. So if you want, that's what I'm reading it on. I'm, I haven't given Amazon any money. It's free. So you can. Uh, oh, all right. I'm going to do that. It sounds good. Yeah. Say, that's a good idea. Say I decided, because I'm trying to think what's a good thing to do, apart from doing these podcasts and people want to listen when they're doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. Oh, all right, then. That sounds good. Because yeah, I like that cool. idea of nothing's new, is it? We all think, oh, we're the no. first people to. Everybody's been through stuff before. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. We're not. We're not doing a good job of not talking about coronavirus, sorry. No, we're not. <laughs> we're talking about needles for a bit. Wingy from GKN. <laughs> now, if note. anybody knows what GKN is, ah, do let us know. I do. Oh, talk. right, Paul. Go on, I've Paul. been searching. Been like, wait, I what was enjoying it, the conversation. And then wait, I, it's been nice, yeah. I've been Googling, and uh, it's a British engineering company formerly known as Guest Keen and Nettlefolds. Oh, God, I oh. never knew that. So what you do now. <laughs> there's the underwhelming answer to something that was probably better as a mystery. but Yeah. <laughs> oh. Right. Okay. Catherine, you get on because I know you've got things to do. It's been absolutely lovely talking to you. And thanks. Lovely. Anyway, everything thanks. needs... Let's, but are you right? We should be worrying about other people and that kind of stuff because people... Are, yeah, that's right. Well, thanks for having me on. It's been lovely to well, chat to you. Let's do it again, Catherine. I like all the tips you've got about what... It's that passing stuff on, isn't it, love? Yeah, I reckon. I hope I wasn't you... too chippy. <laughs> too what? Chippy. I don't, I don't think you that's weren't... a correct adjective, but I've just... <laughs> you weren't just too chippy. <laughs> Listen, nobody can be too chippy. If someone's telling you... Maybe I've been there. In what there. way can... Oh, you've been, fella, yeah. In what oh, way can you be... Give me an example of being too chippy. You know, sometimes I, I know... Um, what, Sometimes my brother's a bit like this. He keeps recommending things to me all the time. But I must watch this <laughs> oh, guy. Right. And it, it becomes a burden, doesn't it? It's like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, no, I don't want you to go away thinking, oh, God, I've got to go to Wingiest and I've got to read Daniel Defoe. You know? <laughs> I know what you mean. It does become a piggy burden. Yeah, yeah. It's responsibility. For a moment. For a moment, when all this came out, there was a little moment, wasn't there, a clear... Everybody thought, oh, what am I going to do? And then everything starts yeah. to pile in. It's got as busy as it ever pigging was, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hasn't Completely. it? Completely, yeah. I know. Right. So you can be too tippy, I think you're right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Take care, love. All the best. Okay, bye-bye. Nice to see you. Bye, Jack. See you again. Bye, Paul. Bye. Bye. Ta-ra, love. That was nice. Absolutely belting. Let's have let's have Catherine on again. She yes. could be a regular. Catherine's She's absolutely tips. wonderful. Not too tippy, just the right amount of tips. Yeah, that is Catherine Olflin, and she's a wonderful Birmingham, born and bred, brilliant writer, and an all-round good person to have a talk to, really. And I love this idea of can you be too tippy? It was really. Pro- she's honestly set me up, and the sound Paul was absolutely fantastic. Yes, Thank you good. very, very, very much. And I hope that's been a nice chat for everybody. Get on, do what you're doing. Um, let's keep laughing, talking, <laughs> thinking, get the brain engaged and take that daily walk or run. Although yesterday when I went out, there were some fellas saying, what are you doing out? I think they thought I was over 70, which I thought was a bit cheeky. <laughs> they were police, were they? Oh, no, they weren't police. There were three lads <laughs> in the car and I felt like saying, what are you doing in a threesome? Right, I'll see you, kid. All <laughs> the best. I'll see you tomorrow, then. i see you tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Okay, let's keep broadcasting. Yeah, get your love goals around this. Bye-bye, love. Bye. See you. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.